G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag. Pete Anthony, Shane Curlio talking Group 1 Queensland Racing Curls, Doombin Cup, we've got the Queensland Derby and the Kingsford Smith, Smith Cup. I had, to, I had them written right here and I still got them wrong. <laughs> uh, it's, it stopped raining, it stopped raining. So mercifully we have racing probably on a good track by the looks. Yeah, it's off five or six currently, but uh, the form has been done for a, you know, a good four times. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good racing. Rail through, um, track 100 metres wide. No excuses. <laughs> Let's just briefly touch on the track because Rail True, if I go to Punning Form's meeting overview page, historical run style with Rail True, midfield. Gates one to three is profitable. Rear is basically break even with those inside gates. Forward is neutral, break even once more. But the wider gates, especially when you get out past eight plus, those wider lanes don't fare as well. Uh, how much am I reading into this? Um, well, we don't know which. Like that historical track uh, run styles um, pro- um, potentially skewed by um, the fifteen renovations that the tracks <laughs> undertaken in the last three years. Um, look, it's there's a pattern there um, mm. for sure, and like you know, recent there's been no issue on on firm on a firm drying surface being on speed and and hard to make ground, but I don't think that's anything to do with the track bias that's got to do with off-season Queensland horses who are slow in general yep. so where they find themselves in run is sort of they find it hard to run past the other horse it's all tempo related yeah um, I think that this track well I've bet on this track being tempo related uh, and good horses run well anywhere they go beautiful okay. we've seen that time and time again be aware but not alarmed I think, yeah. Isn't that what they used to say about terrorism? Yeah. It's basically the same now thing. It's, now it's, then it was COVID and now it's monkey pox. <laughs> Be aware, but not alarmed. We're just going to plaster it on the front of every Murdoch newspaper to make sure that everyone continues to live in fear. I did see, there was a report, I'm pretty sure it was on the ABC last week, about how monkey pox was... You know, there was concerns amongst the younger generations because it was going to be more prevalent in those who were engaging in um, sexual activity with multiple partners. And I was like, well, it's better than COVID. It's a good story. <laughs> it's better than AIDS. Because all those people you see walking around with blisters all over their hands, they're the ones that you're going mm. to be taking home that night. <laughs> anyway, shall we talk about the Doombin Cup? Why not? Um, but it's one of any. Wasn't this race more interesting last week? It was more interesting last week on a heavy track at Doombin, yeah. that's for sure. Um, probably say the sting's gone out of it, or the interest has gone out of it for me. Yeah. Um, it's more well, you know, Zaki leads and probably wins. Yeah. It's the only interest I had in in the race was something in the minors um, that might be now laying Polly Gray a place. Um, and looking for horses like Maximal to improve with the blinkers on on top of the ground. Uh, 
here at all. <laughs> uh, the six, I think, can just you know just fall into the, into a spot, you know, maybe three back defence and run into it into a, into the minor money. Yeah. Yep. So I thought, you know, I'll, I'll probably lay Polly Gray and, and thinking that Maximal Hurtor and Yonkers, Coventina Bay, Cucaracha for first fours and just get try and get something out of Polly Gray, missing everything. It wasn't a fascinating just looking at some of the flux on dynamic odds of Polly Gray yesterday morning, early yesterday morning, 8.50, next flux 14, then 15 at the tab and a few of the other joints as well, all double figures back into around that $9 mark now. But um, that's that's fascinating fluctuations there early well, morning. I wonder what happened there. Um, yeah. I couldn't find anything on Betfair or something, anything, you know, that, to work out the drift. Um, I don't, like, I don't, like, whatever. Like, well done to those on at $15. You're going to beat SP. You won't be collected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What price does Zaki have to get to for any sort of interest? Uh, what, what do you consider value? Dollar eighty. Yeah. Yeah, it's about that, isn't it? Dollar mm. forty at the moment, though. So long way to go between now and Saturday. Uh, let's have a look at the Queensland yeah. Derby twenty four hundred. The market has Dark Destroyer favourite at four, Paternal six, Pinarello eight. Uh, Kibosh is nine fifty, and then you're out to fifteen dollars for Global Osbred, Minazi, Ting Tong, Southern Stock, Tutu Kaka. I just wanted to get down to Tutu Kaka. Um, <laughs> look, Paternal should have won last last time, shouldn't it? Uh, arguably, yeah. And it goes and then, like on the flips. Then the flip side is Dark Destroyer was like back and took mm. off at the fifteen hundred to make its run. Yeah. And held the and held the second horse on the line. The winner doesn't come from their pistol. That was yeah. a dog shit race. <laughs> this is also a dog shit race. This is a yeah. terrible race. Yeah, the group the the Queensland Derby is historically littered with horses that run in this race and then get sold to Hong Kong. Yep. Um, anywhere from you know one point eight to eight hundred. Like I would be imploring anybody <laughs> that gets any interest from Hong Kong. To sell. Um, this is a bad race. My favourite, my favourite horse here is number sixteen, because it's named after the way most racing people pronounce anything. <laughs> it's names, it's names anything goes. That's disgraceful. Uh, you only have to watch Sky Thoroughbred Central, and you'll hear anything most of the time. Anyone tries to pronounce anything, pistol. That's like a horse in WA called Gunnigo. <laughs> if, if, yeah, like if you're an omen punter, if I'm, if I was an omen punter, Grays on Saturdays, anything with a K is another one that I'd add to that list of of good omen bets. Yeah, but um, I'm just to take a serious approach for a moment. This is <laughs> very, this is a race a lot on quality. So, I've, I've looked wide here to find something that brings. A, a different form, a different prep. I sort of just don't want to be on those horses that raced here last week. Yep. Dark Destroyer's map, I anticipate they'll want to be more forward, but it could easily be full back defence. And yep. for a horse that last start won where it took off early and had full momentum, you would think you'd want to be ridden the same. Um, I don't think it's going to get such, such luxury from the low draw. Uh, Paternal, like you said, arguably could have won. Um but like it just doesn't have any form. 
Look, an SP twenty six dollars and arguably should have won. Yeah, that's that's the bit where I'm looking at it, just going. If you ignore the SP, you just think, well, you know, Hugh Bowman going on gate three puts him in the perfect spot, keeps it out of trouble based on what it did last start, although it was on a heavy track. Doesn't it just go past a lot of these? But then you have a look at the SP and go, mm. hang on, well, how? why was it that price to begin with? I didn't do form on the race, so I don't know. But... And, then, and then I'm looking at horses that are going to be like on speed that are no hope. Mm. You know, like if you imagine like a horse like Kipling's Journey gets a run, which I'm not sure that it will, it'd be like a classic case of like Queensland horse flukes a run in a derby, let's go forward and lead so we can get a photo of it at the 1200 leading the derby field. <laughs> um, and there's a number of those horses that can't win that'll be going forward because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. So, gonna, so I think that's traffic. So I've looked for a couple of horses here that are going to be running line, clear air, and can stay a bit. First one I sort of found was Sea Treasures. Um, sea Treasures last start got beat by the Queensland Derby, uh, Queensland Oaks winner, which is on next week, Peter. Yep. Uh, a horse by the name of Aravine. Uh, he's going to come and win the Queensland Oaks. Now, this horse made a bit of a searching run, and, you know, while it admittedly it got beat three, three and a half, it's, it, to me it was like, what's the setup here? Like, Early autumn, like say back in the start of April, 10 lengths to Hitotsu. Yep. Still beat 13 others home, right? It ran fifth. Look, it wasn't terrible. If you offered me $3 Hitotsu to win this by 10, <laughs> even with the I'm injury. asking what's the max, asking what the, yeah, with the three good tendons, I'm yeah. asking what the limit is. I'll just bet to the limit, please. <laughs> Um, so then, so had that run behind a Totsu. Yep. Bear with me here. Sound like a conspiracy theorist, right? And then, like, this is like a cunning Bjorn Borg set up here. Back to 1600 a month later in a race that was not winning. Stepped up to Rose Hill and had a, like a searching effort. Yep, and it's like I'm fit now because I'm because I'm going to the Queensland Derby off the back of that uh, Totsu Derby run. That's my theory. I think it's a big price. Sea well, Treasures. I've got Sea Treasures and Villa Den marked at twelve dollars each. Surprisingly enough, Peter Villa Den was the other runner that I've had something on. There you go. Now, uh, imagine the narrative when Villaden wins and Wallace, you know, a grand final training genius again. Yeah. This has been on dry tracks in Melbourne, laying in the whole way around, yeah. looking for its Queensland leg, gets the Queensland way of going, onto a dry track, you know, against horses that have been, you know, ploughing through wet and potentially can't be at their best because of and and here's Brenton the gun Abdullah with a low draw and a nice map and an economical run and it, it splits at at Caulfield uh, in leader dominated race last time um, uh, sorry at Flemington was leader dominated Caulfield yep. was, so both good splits anyway like 
Like to me, it's just like we're just poking this along because we're going to Brisbane, and it gets here on a seven-day backup, which I like froth on. Yeah, it's perfect, froth. isn't it? The rest are no good. The other, the only other horse I could entertain is Ting Tong, um, who has that Aravine form, Sea Treasure form, but it gets Melian from gate 18, so I expect it to be 47 lengths last and then balancing <laughs> up and easing off heels at the 300 and then getting home nicely, um, beating 12. Getting home nicely. The rest are no good pistol. Yeah. The rest are no good. Pinarello's missed a run last time. Gate 20 off a little setback and, and missing a run. Can't have it at 2,400 then. Like, easy to pen. The rest are legless. Um, I've underbet these. I should have had more on the more I'm talking about it, but that's the two I've had something on. Never too late. Got minimum bet laws up there in Queensland. It's fine. Yeah, and there's 57 online bookmakers to bet to the minimum. So I don't want to hear any more narrative that I can't get on. <laughs> you just... You need weapons grade, uh, you know, <laughs> betting equipment. You need some sort of computer setup designed by, you know, the kid from what was that movie? I don't know. <laughs> that was a shit analogy. I apologise to everyone concerned. Um, yeah, this is a bad race anyway. So like, there's no possible way I'm coming into the favourite, and I look forward to the YouTube comments when it wins by three. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, I'm not sure. Sorry, I've done all the talking here. Did you want to add anything? What have I missed? Nah. Is nah. any? Can you see anything here that's any good at all? Um, if we're talking about horses that might get sold to Hong Kong, I wouldn't know who to start with. Yeah. There's no standout, that's for sure. Like if Pinarello had a run last week off the what it's done in... In New Zealand, I would have expected it to run really well last week and then like really be a really, really strong contender here. But you just can't be backing these horses, you know, six, five, five to six weeks between runs yeah. to 2,400. No, so. that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes us to race nine, which is the Kingswood Smith Cup, group one over 1,300 metres with the basically joint favourites of Pulele and Entrivia. And then... Look, they're both at around that 464.80 mark. Then it's Ellsberg, Apache Chase, Isotope, 11.11, $13. September run, away game. Rothfire, you know, Brooklyn Hustle, all these like, familiar faces that seem to mm. not be capable of winning. Um, is it really just as simple as if the track plays even and on trivia gets any luck in running, it should completely obliterate them on what it did last start? Yeah, I think it's the likely winner. Um, I'm adamant that it wins last start if it wasn't behind that absolute imposter, Kementari, who was going <laughs> nowhere. If on Trevier, you would, I thought in run, because I had something on it, Yeah. so it's complete pocket talk. I thought in run, how good's this? Kementari's taking me into the race, and then I'm giving it complete and utter wind burn and winning from here. And he could not get a card into the race. Completely different setup here. I don't give yeah. a... doesn't worry me one bit. The gate, it goes back. It can latch onto the back of something that can take it into the race here. Yeah. Because everything else that goes back from the gate has the ability to take it into the race on a yeah. dry surface. It's, it's just fascinating, isn't it? Because I suspect there's going to be a few horses that will give up the... Give up the chase in the straight 
and then it's just going to be about getting keeping momentum I would say more than anything Rothfire's been pretty ordinary so far this prep yeah he's gone so he's a sad case yeah yeah and then you're just looking at all these other horses drawn on the inside I'm not sure how far you know like Olmedo is going to be taking them into the race Apache Chase actually looks really well mapped and yeah yep there's probably a little bit there one second up last prep so I think there's that's probably a horse that you could include in in some form of staking plan. But I mean, we haven't even mentioned Pulele, who's technically equal favourite. Mm. Um, I'm happy to mention Pulele. Cannot win. Cannot. I'm laying it. I'm laying it. I'm that confident it can't win, Peter. This is how confident I am. Pulele won't be winning. If it wins, I'll go to Doombin on Monday and I'll Facebook live from the mounting yard and bet until I get ejected from the track because I've breached their vision rights um, rules. Yep. So I'll sit, I will bet from the mounting yard until I get evicted. Well, I'm not going to get evicted. I will now because I've said it and they've watched it. Um, I will do a staking plan race by race from Doombin on Facebook Live if Pulele wins. Okay, so uh, the ball is in the court of James McDonald and James Cummings if they like, want to see it happen. It, yeah, now t you talk about that. Two blokes that could completely get overawed by a group one day. <laughs> um, it's been completely blessed, this horse, mm. right, last time. Now, in a race that is... Now, I'm going to say a race that's no good, and this is a lot deeper. And on Trevier was it was in that race, and I'm backing it here. But it should have won, right? Yep. This is a Pulele, like, has had heavy track runs and could not get near Mizzou mm. uh, on the wet in Sydney. Uh, you know, arguably should have beat it last week. So it's had heavy track run, heavy track run, heavy track run, heavy track run, all prep. Against its own age, and then a, a fake group one last time. Fake group one's a bit harsh. <laughs> a shallow, a shallow group one last time that didn't suit ninety nine percent of the field. Yep. Because of the conditions, and it rained all day. This is a proper group one race with some proper group one horses. And if it wasn't a proper group one horse in Sydney on heavy tracks, uh, in all four heavy track runs, it's had it. It's not winning a, a deep group one here. Yeah. On a firm track on a good tempo with some proper horses. That's fair. Um, I, I'd give it none. Marked at $8, um, laying it sub $5, and I'm having something on Apache Chase who will lead um, and will improve immensely off its first up run back to its home deck um, where its track and trip figures are excellent. Yep. And the, the obvious one is... Like you said it on Trevier, and maybe the only other bet in the race is a back to lay Brooklyn Hustle. Are we anticipating another 10 to 20% steam in the last four minutes on Betfair? Brooklyn Hustle. It's fascinating. Like it has it? every other start. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what situation you have to find, what ducks have to be lined up for Brooklyn Hustle to steam. I, I don't well, know. Someone's oh, look. It's got figures mm. to win, right? So it's going to start shorter. So arbitrage the horse, whatever you call it. 
on Trevor Yair. Um, uh, like, back it now and lay it on Betfair. Mm. It'll shorten. Has to shorten. It'll shorten. Um, like, yeah. it's a great narrative horse. Oh, completely. The, the figures, the figures that they, hashtag they, will be on it because of the data. Quick I'm word sure on Isotope. Yes. Um, risking it slightly here. Um, it could be to my detriment. It's just like they aborted mission in the in the autumn in Sydney. Yep. And got a heavy track, which was detrimental to it last time. And on top of the ground, at its best, can win. I have to have a query on whether it can be at its best, though. Yep. Things haven't gone right for it at all. At all. And I don't know. You're not going to abort mission in, when you've got a group, a million-dollar group one in your backyard, are you? So they're yeah, going to push yeah. on regardless. It just doesn't comes out and wins, you're not shocked. You're saying to yourself, I probably should have had something on it because it's a class horse. Like it's a class, you know, it's a horse that's got the class to win this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, fair. You've got, you got a lot of horses that I think will run well, that map well, that are just not quite up to them, you know? Yeah, Almedo is not the worst chance at 50s. Uh, yeah, it's got a good map. It's going to be in the right spot. You know, it, you wouldn't be shocked if it run top three. You could say the same for um, 11-11, Olmedo, Sydney or Fox, September run, Isotope, Brooklyn Hustle, you know, can all, you know, with, you know, look, get some right, get the right runs and, you know, run top three or four. Yep. Um, I'll be on the horse out in front making his own luck. And the other one, will be Amtria, who I think is the best closer. That's how I sort of wrapped up the race. And they're the two positions that I'll, that I'll have taken thus far. And, obviously, Pulele is another position <laughs> I've just taken. That's going to be fascinating. Can't wait to see what happens in the Kingsford Smith and then the aftermath, the blow-up from yourself if Pulele somehow wins. Um. I won't be happy because then, because <laughs> that'll mean me having to drive to the races on which Monday. Just, oh, I don't care. I won't be driving anyway. It can't win, so it doesn't matter. Um, okay. Supercar to racing, Peter. I've outlaid for the subscribers the most units I've outlaid early on a Saturday Metropolitan card ever. Well, look, you've been talking about how good the Eagle Farm track's been for a while and you get drying conditions, track should be A1, big fields, tantalising prospects from a betting point of view. Why not? Well, I'm not going to win if I don't bet. <laughs> and winning has been a problem lately because all I seem to do is have, like minor placings and one win off, you know, they might have three bets and have a winner in two seconds yep. and win, win or lose a unit, half a unit. And I've done that for about six weeks in a row. I think it's, it coincides with me not drinking too, which is starting to piss me off. Ooh. So if I lose today, uh, Saturday, I'm on the drink as of next, as of the following Saturday. If you win this Saturday, 
It, no, if I if I don't win this Saturday, oh, okay. I'm going to have to get back on the drink. I think in March, I th- I was March April, March April March, I was like borderline alcoholic because every I was just winning with every bet I had every day I won for about 28 days straight <laughs> and celebrated accordingly. You say that like it's a bad thing. And then I had oh, I better dry out. I went to the doctor, told me to slow down, yeah. change my lifestyle, which was a concern because I enjoyed my lifestyle. <laughs> um, so it's been eight weeks since I've drank, and if I don't win big this Saturday, I'm back on the drink. All right. Big, some big calls there. There is. What are you doing calls. anyway, Peter? Like, enough about me. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, hopefully, I can back one solitary winner at Belmont because I think that's all about the number of bets I'll be having. I, I like how this weekend suddenly every single. Uh, race club around Australia has decided to have 10 races on. So like, I can understand Eagle Farm, but why is Belmont and why is Murray Bridge suddenly yeah. got 10 races? I mean, like everyone just wants 10, a big 10, a big 10 race card. It's like, well, you know, stick to your lanes. Yeah, I, I did notice, I did notice, I did notice that, um, you know, we're all trying to be like Sydney, clearly, and, oh. uh, you know, 10 races. And see who can start earliest is a, I think is the latest thing. Um, we've got we've got a provincial meeting on the poly track at the Sunshine Coast on Saturday as well as doing as Eagle Farms Big Ten great group one day. There's ten on the poly. There's ten on the poly. The first race in Queensland is on the poly at ten forty five a.m. The second race is at eight minutes past eleven, which is race one at Eagle Farm. Whew. The last at Toowoomba on Saturday night is 8.46 p.m. That's a good 10 hours. Yeah. It's not even... It's a, it's exactly 10 hours of betting in Queensland on Saturday for me. And then you've got, what, Ipswich Sunday with eight races, then nine at Doombin on Monday. Mind you, there's 11 races programmed at Kalgoorlie on Sunday, which that's just, that's not it. That's comical. That's borderline farcical. 11 races in Kalgoorlie sounds like a complete and utter disaster. Mm, it sure is. There's only 10 in Chartin, so it's just like, no, that's all right, though. We can program this around Kalgoorlie. There's actually so much racing in Southeast Queensland over the next seven days due to the floods and the, and the rain, sorry, and the reprogramming. So anyway... We're gonna have um, we're gonna have a big week on the punt. You know, this meeting at Doombin Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. So we'll better jam one at Ipswich on Thursday. So really, um, what you're saying is, if you haven't tried Shane Curlio's full curly product, it's a perfect week to get involved because you'll be betting like a complete and utter lunatic. Yeah, like in all seriousness, get it because Saturday we're betting everywhere, betting Sunday, betting Monday, betting Wednesday, betting Thursday, betting Friday, betting the Saturday. What's that? Six days out of seven, seven meetings in seven days, basically. And then, and you might as well keep going because the following week we've got Dolby Tuesday, Doombin Wednesday, Gatton Friday. So you know how much I love Dolby and Gatton. I'll be oh, there. Yeah. And then we roll back into the usual Saturday. And then, like you've got two weeks. You've got two weeks of betting. That's that. There's, there's enough meetings in those two weeks that'll give you a, a, at least six weeks worth of value. Yeah. Great time to buy. Um, get on board. But I'd love to have you. We can share 
our disdain for multiple runners from one stable in races in Queensland and things like that. It's good fun. And on that note, girls, uh, go well Saturday. We'll possibly talk about it Monday. We'll, I'm not promising anything because we haven't done it the last few weeks, even though I keep saying we'll catch up on Monday. So uh, we probably no, we will. We Monday will this week. If you head to Doom. We'll... Or you'll catch up. You'll see me live on Facebook. <laughs> Bloody good. All right. Thanks, girls. Good luck.